I'm here with Gavin Star Kendall for round two of Sean Agrees With You. What would you like to speak about today? Hmm, I guess maybe my uh, two of my favorite bands uh, that were pivotal, I guess, in my life back in high school and college, which were Nirvana and Weezer. I love, I love those guys, both of those groups. Yeah, we've seen, we've seen Weezer together, haven't we? We've seen Weezer once, yeah. yeah. Out of the many times I've seen them, I mean, not many, I guess many, I guess a few. Saw them in Houston a couple times, and then here in New York a couple times after that. So, so what is it about those groups that you love? Well, specifically Nirvana, I mean, with the whole kind of the grunge explosion of the 90s, and also of how they destroyed heavy metal or glam rock or whatever that 80s sound was, like, because I hated all that growing up, um, and so this was, you know, like, oh, this is my band. Yeah, that stuff, you know, had to go. <laughs> it did, and, um, you know, this was a band that was like, all oh, right, like, it's not about any real image, you know, like, this is make a lot of noise and write some good songs at the same time, too, so. Um, they had some good harmonies, too. Yeah, exactly. Well, there was a huge Beatles influence for Kurt Cobain, and probably, you know, and so they, and they probably, the rest of the band was fans as well, but. Yeah, he came from a little bit of a, a songwriting background of loving the Beatles, and I love the Beatles as well. I mean, they're a great band, so like, love them. Which is funny because the, the Weezer had a, I, uh, they have Rivers Cuomo specifically has a Beach Boys influence, which was like the other. They were like they were America's Beatles. Yeah, basically. So you know, and they're great. They have great harmonies as well. So um, or the Beatles were England's Beach Boys. I mean, right, right. Not depending on yeah, your, your, where you grew up. Yeah, <laughs> right, exactly. How loyal you are to your country. Right. Um, so yeah. So as a young teenager, it was just a you know someone that spoke. You know, it was a band that spoke to me that you know I could identify with. It seems you know. Oh, and also it was it felt like it was my own because it was not the popular I felt the same way in high school yeah not the popular music to listen to so it was like oh yeah we've got our music and we get it you know yeah. it's it's all us it's great to have something of your own yeah yeah especially you know, as I grew up in growing up in Texas that was a very like you know country music centered place so um, any kind of rebellion against that was something that I always sought for. So, If you're just joining us, there's a lot of ambient noise. Star and I are inside Pioneer's Bar watching the World Cup Mexico versus Brazil. And we're talking about Nirvana and Weezer. So do you remember, obviously Weezer, or uh, obviously Nirvana came first. Do you remember your first exposure to the band? Well, Nirvana, I know my buddy, my buddy, best friend, uh, Alan, had um, already heard of them because I think he'd seen them on. I didn't have cable. He did, so he saw them on 120 Minutes. And he may have already even bought the show. Is great, yeah. Um, Matt Pinfield. Um, I think he and he may have. That guy is so smart. Right? He does a lot of trivia yeah. about bands. Um, and he and Alan may have already bought. Uh, never mind. But for me, it wasn't until they first performed on Saturday Night Live that oh, yeah. I was like, "Holy shit!" This Guess is- what? I watched that too. Nice. <laughs> yeah. That was the one where um, I forget who hit themselves. Was it Kurt Cobain hit himself with a guitar when no, he threw it in the air? You're thinking of one of the MTV performances where uh, Chris Novoselic threw up his bass and oh, his bass right. hit him in the head. 
Um, that was on one of the. I am thinking that, but I did watch. I remember seeing them on Saturday Night Live as well. They right. tore up their set. Yeah, because yeah. they they did uh, Smells Like Teen Spirit, and Kurt had yellow or pink hair. I mean, that he had died, and then they did Territorial Pissings, and then they completely destroyed yeah. the drum set and everything. And by the end of the, you know, so seeing them live like that was like, oh, this is what I've really am craving. You know? It changed my life as well. Watching it in Ohio while you were watching it in Texas. <laughs> exactly, man. We were, we were connected yeah. um, without even knowing each other through Nirvana. So, And then Weezer, that was in 1994. Um, I think the Blue Album had already come out in 93, but Geffen wasn't pushing it or something weird like that. So it wasn't until a little bit later in 94. You know, And of course, I was distraught after What's up? What was up with that? It's weird. What, Cobain's? No, them not pushing it. It was oh. weird. Uh, I, I don't know what was up with it either. Yeah, I have no idea. So um, I guess maybe just the record company trying to wait for a good time to push it um, for better sales, probably, um, and not realizing the. I don't think they also, from what I've read, they didn't under they didn't know what they had, and didn't realize Weezer was going to break out like they did. But which Nirvana with Kurt dying that might have helped in a way because I think at the time we were all like searching for a replacement in a way to right. be like oh you know like we had this and then Weezer in a way stepped up and was like hey we can be your we can ha- be happy again yeah and we can help you know heal through this you know because Rivers is a huge Nirvana fan as well he he catalogs all of the songs like Kurt Cobain did he actually draws a lot of songwriting and influence from Kurt even the way that he just you know organizes the songs he's written um so um you know, he was probably going. Yeah, I, I've read that he's. You know, he went through some bad times. You know, yeah. at that same time. It's interesting that I. It's an interesting thing that I also was aware of. But that's it, interesting. Yeah. So anyway, but I first heard Weezer at a. I was visiting a different college because that was the year that my first my freshman year of college, and I was over visiting some friends at a different college, and somebody had the Blue album, and they were like, "Hey, have you heard this yet?" I was like, "No," and so they popped it in, and I was like, and then again, it was like another like mind changing event for me to to hear that and be like oh this is something else that's great you know so I wish they, they I wish well I wish Kurt had lived and because I would wa- I, I would have wanted the two of them to play together I think that would have happened at some point that would have been great yeah in the future you know like a some weird mashup between the two bands or something so they would have loved hanging out with each other backstage I'm sure Probably. oh no goal no goal for Brazil uh, if you're just joining us, we're in minute 47 of uh, Brazil versus Mexico. I'm sitting next to Star, talking about uh, Nirvana and Weezer. Had you, over the years, drifted away from Nirvana and then rediscovered them? Or has it been a love affair straight through? It's been pretty constant um, since... Because we only have a certain number of songs to hang on to. Because um, they only recorded... Well, I mean, they put out four albums officially before... But three, like, real... You know, we only have three albums of songs, plus all the B-sides they put out on Incesticide that came out after Nevermind, but it was all, like, kind of Bleach-era songs. But, yeah, like, I mean, it's mostly... I always, always have Nirvana on my um, iPod um, ever since I've had one of those. And um, they were always on multiple... CD mixes that I would make. Yeah, so it's been an ongoing love affair, I guess. Yeah, yeah those guys are awesome. 
I love same thing is, and the same thing with Weezer. I've never really strayed from them as well, even though like a lot of people have really formed a hatred for them almost. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, some after some of the later albums, which again I don't necessarily like all the songs that they put on an album, but usually there's a, no, a good number of songs that I can like. All right, like I'll just listen to these yeah. and forget right. some of the other. These good songs save the album. Right, exactly. So, right. and they're actually back in the studio with Rick Ocasek uh, recording a new album right now, which I've heard little bits. Uh, a blue album reunion. Yeah, in a way, yeah. They did that for the Green album as well, and then um, now he's back. For That's this, right, yeah. yeah. So this for this new album, which I don't know what they're going to name it. Or what color album will this know. be? Let's see. They've they've done blue, green, and red, right? Yeah. The um, and then they also had the um, they had another fo- they had another album. Um, uh, Make believe that had the four of them. It didn't have a color, but it was like this black and a lot of like serpentine. Right, right. But it was still like a similar like. There's four guys standing while a picture was taken. So um, who knows what they'll do for the if this will be a color album or if it'll be another like. I, it's got a longer name, which I just read the other day that I can't remember. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so well, I can't wait for that. That's good news. Uh, you know, maybe we'll find some unreleased Nirvana material out there somewhere. There's a good number there. Recently they put out a, there was a huge box set that went out a couple of years ago. And then also they've re-released um, Nevermind and In Utero with a bunch of uh, B-sides and demos, um, alternate takes, which I really love the alternate takes of, just because it gives you like, oh, this is maybe how, because the way they recorded was all uh, three of them. Grewing around. Yeah, they would yeah. go in and just start jamming um, and then build the songs out of that. It's interesting to go back and hear like a demo or maybe just an alternate take because you're like, oh, that could have been the one that was released right. instead of what didn't get released. That could have been the one that I fell in love with. Exactly. You know, I, love, so. I love those alternate jams. Um, yeah. Um, so there is a lot of stuff that you can go back and find. I, I, I saw a lot of stuff on Spotify, but it's all out there right now. So it's great that they're just re- releasing all these things. Um, Alright, I'm going to throw you a curveball. Yeah. Is there any non-Weezer, non-Nirvana Gavin Starr Kendall story that you'd like to share at the moment? Anything about yourself? Oh man, I guess there's a lot um, after 38 years of spinning around this sun. Doesn't have to be good. <laughs> Just has to be something. Oh man, you threw me a big curveball. Yeah, don't feel the pressure of it having to be entertaining. No, it I'm could just be yeah, out of everything. Uh, I, I did te- teach myself to solder recently. Oh, that's good. Yeah, I wanted to kind of learn a um, a practical skill, so I watched a couple of YouTube videos and then bought some kits and made a little, so, you know, about a soldering iron and soldered a little electronic thing together that lit up and made noise. And I was pretty proud of myself. Still learning after all these years. I think that's an important thing to do. You continue. Yeah. We should all be doing that to, so we always keep our, our brains active, I think. so. Where did you get the soldering kit and what have you been soldering? Well, Radio Shack. Um, you can find, um, although it's getting harder and harder these days because uh, more Radio Shacks are just going to a mobile phone model. So um, some of it's going to be hard to find electronic equipment. Yeah. But So in a way, it's like going to the library and finding a book that they don't have there at the moment. You have to order it. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. You're kind of like, oh, great. It's, it says there's one copy available. And then you go to look for it and it's not there. And then you ask right. the librarian. Like, and they're like, oh, we don't have it actually. But we can get it in two weeks. And you're like, well, okay. Um, which is great about YouTube because you can just look up anything almost and um, find out a tutorial. Uh, but yeah, so um, my question was... What have, what have you been soldering? Oh yeah, um, just little electronic things. Um, 
make things that make noise or try to you know make sounds out of them. Could maybe use them in musical. Because sometimes I play I play guitar. And sometimes I sometimes I put little songs together. So trying to use those electronic sounds as a way to just enhance the song or um, or stuff that lights up just to have fun. Yeah, that's awesome. That's a that sounds like a great new hobby. Yeah, there's one I could. There's they do they make Geiger counter um, kits that you can like you know solder together and then you can like look for radiation <laughs> I thought about putting one of those together and walk around the city hey that's see, handy yeah yeah to see if there's any dangers lurking out there so there's a there's a lot you can do is what I'm saying so yeah there might be some Manhattan Project residual stuff floating around you know what I mean could be yeah, yeah. it'd be good to know that you know I could put up yeah. a sign saying like you know this is a high although they might not have done stuff there that might have been in Chicago but anyway true Something's something's afoot. Who knows? Fallout Fallout's crazy. Who knows what's you know raining down on us from some you know explosion in the fifties? You know. Yeah. Well, um, keep us updated on that. That's that's something <laughs> important. I will. I'll, I'll do that. Yeah. Well, I don't mean to pimp you out, but if somebody needs any soldering work, can they ca- contact you through? BadTheaterFest.com. Sure, yeah, I can at least you know give them a quote, or uh, I can let them know if it's something that's beyond my capabilities. You can yeah. be like, oh, you know, you need a more professional solderer right. than me, but I, you know, I can take a crack at something. Yeah. So anyone in New York or nearby? Uh, all right, we better get back to this game. But uh, before we sign off, any other Nirvana Weezer stories you'd like to share? I've been listening a lot of, uh, really, Francis Farmer will have a revenge on Seattle is one of the best songs ever, I think. Um, the best. One of. Um, yeah, and then with Weezer, um, uh, it's been some of the ones that they've put out recently, but there's one that's, um, I am, uh, I think it's called The Greatest Man on Earth. It's this very kind of... Uh, I think that's the title. Yeah, Greatest Man on Earth. It's kind of, it's part of the melody is based off of a... Uh, um, an old church melody. Um, I forget the name of the song, but um, but it's a very uplifting song of like you know like I like to listen to it sometimes to remind myself that I am the greatest man on the earth. It's good to feel that way. Yeah. And also, um, in a darker turn, if anyone is interested about Kurt Cobain uh, murder conspiracies, hit me up. Um, I will at least spark your interest and enlighten you on some things. That's all I want to say about that on, um, I guess, on the public record. Nothing on record? Yeah, nothing on record. That's the smart thing to do. All right, well, uh, thanks for listening. We were uh, taken away from the World Cup game briefly, but we're going to get back into it. Thanks for sharing. Yeah, man, thanks thanks for having me. Yeah. All right. This has been Sean Agrees With You, signing off. You're listening to Bad Audio Theater. Interested in being a guest? Have a show idea? BadAudioTheater.com Thanks for listening. Alright, unprecedented. We have a addendum to, uh, to an episode. So what do, what do you got? Oh, well, it was just a funny story. I thought of how... Um when I graduated from high school, we were trying to come up with all the like the senior themes for the class, so we could put that in the graduation program and class motto or class song, you know. And none of us agreed on anything 
and I was um, adamant about trying to get a Nirvana lyric as our class motto. Which lyric? Um, well, it was from All Apologies. And, Beautiful song. Yeah, and the way that I thought it was, the line was at the end when they just start saying, you know, singing over and over again, where I thought it was saying, all in all is all we are, right. which I thought was a very inclusive thing, saying all of us, you know, all in all. It's great. We're this together. Sure. Later, I realized, I learned that the actual lyric is um, all alone is all we are. Oh, different theme. Yes, exactly, which I've just now thought was hilarious when after I learned that, that I was so like, oh yeah, this should be our theme. That's great, you know, like our great motto or whatever school saying. Right. Here I was being wrong about it and how very lonely of a... Yeah. Um, of a, a line that I misinterpreted, you know, whereas I was interpreting it as a very inclusive lyric. Right. It was a very lonely lyric for Mr. Cobain. Well, maybe we can make that the unofficial slogan of the Bad Theater Fest. Wait, which one? <laughs> the, the misquote or the... <laughs> uh, whichever, whichever you want. <laughs> All right, I'll, I'll go with that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, near goal. <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening.